Welcome back to another week of Raging at Sports. I'm going to get on the soapbox real quick. Uh, last week, there was no episode. It was not. And I was I was actually looking forward to listening to it. I was going to do my best yeah. to get an episode out there. Uh, I decided to go to a Mets game okay. in Boston. Well, you just got to give us a breakdown. I mean, there's so much has happened since uh, yeah. the Max just traded or the Mets just traded Max. Okay. Um, they're going to trade Verlander. They traded Robertson. Didn't really get anything in return for Robertson, which kind of pissed me off. So it's just a fire sale in New York. Yeah, it's got to be. I'm not even I, – I, that's what I was hoping for. They actually got a really good prospect from the Rangers. They got uh, Ronald Acuna's brother. And Ronald Acuna is one of the – yo, the laptop is like, what the <laughs> It's fuck? dying. I thought that was like a saw outside or something. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn. Um, if he turns into half the player Ronald Acuna is, I'll be happy. Uh, from the look of his stats, he's not much of a home run hitter. Okay. Which is fine. Yeah. Uh, hits for average and steals bases. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm very happy with that. That's that's me on the baseball field. Yeah. Right? I've never hit a home run. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... You just got to sell everybody. They need pitching yeah. prospects, though, Okay, which I'm a little disappointed at. I'm not getting any. So if they're doing this fire sale, right, to clear up some cap space for this major player that's maybe on the block in the name of Shohei Otani, does that, does that, uh, that tickle you at all? So the Mets don't need cap space. Okay. Um, they have the richest owner in baseball, right? Yeah. Baseball doesn't have, a and cap. they don't have a salary cap. Got it. Yeah. So I don't know how much a Scherzer's contract they retained. Okay. Frankly, I don't give a shit. I hope they retained all of it Yeah. <laughs> because it's a one year contract. Yeah. Remaining. So yeah. half a season and there's like, like, uh, Eddie said the other day, he's like all these people complaining about the Mets payroll. We're paying all these guys. I don't give a fuck. It's not my money. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm like, yeah, you yeah. know what? I don't give a shit. Yeah. I hope they have. I hope they have a two billion dollar cap hit next year. Just start signing everybody for however much money you want. Sure. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's not my money. Right. The ticket prices might go up. But just fucking watch from home. That's yeah. Who cares? Perfect. Yeah. I care about winning. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know who they're gonna trade. And get Shohei for. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mets GM is also a fucking idiot. So I don't even think the thought crossed his mind of maybe sending them Max and Verlander and then a bunch of like prospects and retaining those salaries, being like, hey, we'll pay you to take this guy. Yeah. If we can get Shohei. Um, but it didn't, I don't think it crossed my mind. Yeah. Across their mind. Yeah. I think I, I think Shohei Otani's a Yankee. Okay, already. I mean, there's there's whispers he's staying in the, uh, uh, out out west in the Angels. Him and Trout want to win. Yeah, it ain't happening there. Might go to the Dodgers. Are they a package deal? Is that can that even happen? I don't think that could happen. Yeah, you would have to give up <laughs> your whole team so much. Yeah. And those contracts are going to be like you're going to have 500 plus million tied up in two yeah. players. Okay. Then again, it's not my money. I don't give a fuck. Right. So yeah. Hmm. If the if the pockets are deep enough. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, that's that's how Steve Cohen is. Steve Cohen's doing his thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just like a like a typical Mets outing. Uh, I went to I went to the Friday game, mm-hmm. and uh, that got rained out. And then I went back Saturday afternoon, and the Mets won. I'm like, awesome, electric. This is great. Yeah. Um. Saturday night, I'm with my friend, and I go, "Hey, um, right after the game, I'm like, hey, let's go to the box office, and let's see what's going on." And we got tickets to the seven ten game. Okay. And we sat out in right field, and it was the seven line was doing a trip there. The seven lines are like a Mets fan group, and we sat with the seven line. That was really cool. Uh, there were more Mets fans at in Boston than there were Red Sox fans. I mean, that's, that's which perfect. was hilarious. Title Town. I'm dead serious too. Yeah. There was more Mets fans than Red Sox fans, even for the the Friday Saturday game when the Mets hit a home run. I'm like, holy shit, this place is loud. Because remember, I did, I did that Devils Rangers game yeah. before we went to AC. Uh, it wasn't the playoff game. And that was there were more Rangers fans there, so I know what that sounds like. Mm. There were more Mets fans than Red Sox fans. It was it was hilarious. I mean, the Red Sox are terrible. Does well not anymore. They're they're pretty good according to what I've what I've seen on Facebook and ESPN. I mean, they're I don't think they're good. I, I think they're turning it around. I don't know. I mean, I I have a uh, a showroom full of Boston fans, and all I can hear is Red Sox have turned it around. And they, uh, you glaze in Boston right now from other people's words. Yes. I'm just being a, like a translator, I guess. Right. Um, and I did some interrogations on more Celtics fans. Oh, we got to talk about that. (laughs) Um, one person said that was a little bit too much money. And I said, no shit. <laughs> uh, and then another guy said, oh, it's you have to do it. You have to sign them because that's who carried us through most of last year. I said, oh, that's so crazy. OK, that's crazy. Yeah, I haven't got to ask Will. OK, but I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Got to do that Monday. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think the Red Sox suck. I, I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. um, to be completely honest with you. They have the same issues the Mets have, except their young guys can hit the ball. Okay. So both teams in the – so when you have a rain out, you can't send the starter back out there because he's already done his warm-up yeah. on Friday. So it's like, it's like you're going to hurt the guy. Mm-hmm. So they take – Mets take Senga out. And the Mets bullpen pitch is a really great game. Mm-hmm. Really great. I mean, it was it was like lights out. And then I'm seeing the names when they're calling people out. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. Peterson. Yeah. Um, he threw Rayleigh for an inning. Um, I forget who else they threw one more inning. Then they brought in Robertson, the closer. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, the Mets won. I'm like, well, shit. Who the fuck is gonna pitch later today? Yeah, 
And that's exactly what happened. You got Drew Smith coming out. You got I mean, Trevor Gott, who they just got in a trade, and he's he needs to got the fuck out of New York. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. That guy blows. Yeah. Um, the Mets. It was a it was a completely even game until the bullpen got involved. Okay. Uh, Max also giving up four home runs isn't ideal. Right. Um, and then uh, the reason why I say the Red Sox suck is because the Red Sox almost blew the lead in the. Came down to a two-run game. Like, tying run was at the plate. When you don't have a pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. And the Met, the the Red Sox had to bring in their all-star closer to close out the game. Hmm. And uh, it was 8-3 to three starting the inning. The game ended 8-6. to six. I mean, that's... With the Mets home run hitter at the plate. But it's Daniel Vogelback. He fucking blows anyway. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's just... That hurts a little bit. Like you almost had it, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, it would have been really cool to see that comeback, but um, I think it's good. I think they need to lose every game for the rest of the season. <laughs> Boston or, or the New York, Mets. both. Honestly, both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Both but, need to go on a skid for the, yeah. the rest. Of, yeah. Mets got shit pumped last night by the Nationals. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'd fucking trade everybody. Honestly, I would trade everybody i would retain salary i don't even care um you're trading danny burgers i'm trading every single player on that roster yeah that isn't named francisco alvarez brett Beatty, and brandon nimmo what about um your trumpet guy he's hurt he can't be traded okay Yeah. yeah we'll see how he is next season yeah um yeah, everybody can fucking leave. Kodai Senga, maybe keep him because he's been the only consistent pitcher this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um that's that's what I that's what I would do. I would you have the richest owner in baseball. Just do what the fucking Braves did. Um just sign some free agents, draft really well, and figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. I guess that's that's my that's the way I would do it. But the Mets roster is so poorly constructed that our starting second baseman, who is fucking Luis Guillorme, great guy. Like I liked him last year a lot, mm-hmm. but keep him on the bench and have him play every third game. Inflate his stats a little bit. Okay. He is not an everyday starter. Yeah. Right now for the Mets, he is. He needs to, like, he gets hurt, and we have to bring in this guy, DJ Walker, mm-hmm. who is is statistically terrible, and have him play a position that he can't play. Have to move McNeil to second because the Mets roster is so poorly constructed that Daniel Vogelback cannot play de- he can't play defense he he it's not that we don't want him playing defense it's that he cannot play defense he is a designated hitter that's it yeah he does not play a defensive position okay yeah like uh why is that one of our bench options i mean i i don't get it yeah that's that's the same as like throwing david ortiz out at short right yeah, That's kinda, it, yeah, exactly. Okay. It, it's just the roster is so poorly constructed 
that in order to win a game, you have to use your best starter and your entire bullpen. That's not how you win 100 games. Yeah, that's crazy. That's how you win 70, 80 games. Maybe. If that. Right. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I mean, we got to talk about the contract. Or do we bring up uh, Latarded first? I think, yeah, we got to start talking about basketball because we're All a basketball yeah, podcast. Yeah, this is a vibe. Welcome back to uh, Hoop Talk, guys. Last week. Or two weeks ago, we talked about our favorite positions. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, we could say, you know, who who would you give better back shots to? Would it be LeBron or John Morant? Um. Probably the back shot. I mean, he just yeah. has the name. You have to. Y- you have to. Um. All right. So, article comes out. Um. <laughs> This was uh, found on Reddit, but fact check today. I didn't want to fact check it. Mm-hmm. I really didn't want to because I was scared that it was going to be fake. Yeah. And if it was fake next week, we'd just be like, hey, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was captioned Latarded. <laughs> uh, where did I uh, where did I send that to you? Uh, Snapchat. Okay. Uh, let's see. I got it. Not one student at LeBron James. I promise school's eighth grade class has passed a math test in three years. Is LeBron the fucking teacher? So a, a key, a key word there is the state's math test. So maybe in his school, he has a dedicated math test. That's far easier and just boosts his stats, right? They have to read books upside down yeah. and like backwards however he reads them on Instagram. Only only picture books. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the jokes write themselves. Like you could go so many different directions with that. Yeah. I think LeBron might be a teacher at that school, right? Hear me out. Okay. He LeBron's an idiot, right? Like if he wasn't six nine and born athletic, he would be flipping burgers at McDonald's. Let's get that out of the way, right? All right. If LeBron is six foot, he's flipping burgers. If that, I don't even think he could do that. I think he gets a fraudulent Walmart greeter job. If he's born, if he's not born this genetically. This guy is useless, right? And it's like the same thing as like me. You can move all that shit, by the way. I'm going to try to. Yeah. That's the same thing as me saying like, yeah, I mean, want to know why I'm not in the NBA? Because I'm not 6'10". Yeah. Dude, if you're 6'10", do you know how fucking easy it is to be in the NBA? Wemby. <laughs> Bro, he's like 7'8". Yeah. Like, you, you have, if you are tall, right, and you're born tall, and you're born, you're not... Well, I mean, it doesn't even fucking matter anymore because we got the fucking Slim Reapers in the in the league now. Yeah. If you're born above 6'6", six, six, you have to try not to be in the NBA. 
well, I, I think Nikola Jokic, whatever his fucking last name is, right? Yeah. I don't think he wants to play basketball. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think don't he's just think big. He yeah, he's just yeah. huge. Yeah. Basketball is the easiest sport. I mean, yeah. like, it, it yeah. is because you and I can go outside and just be like, all right, let's hoop. Yeah. And we're not going to be that bad. Right. Like, I mean, I'm going to be, I, I'm going to, I'm going to later today, I'm going to enter in the NBA draft. Uh, congratulations. I am actually not going to be eligible. So they're going to make me an NBA free agent. I, this is a legit thing. A team, the Houston Rockets are typing. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, the Lakers. Yeah. Imagine you want to go play with the back shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Latarded. Yeah. I'm going latarded on him. Yeah. Um, That's an actual thing. You should do it too. Okay. Because the NBA, like you can, you can do it with any league actually. Yeah. You could just be like, Hey, I'm entering the draft. And it's not like they could be like, uh, no, who are you? Yeah. yeah. Like they'll, they'll straight up be like, all right. Like you're either like, okay, you're not eligible. So you're now an NBA free agent. And they don't even say congratulations. They're just like, you're an, like you're technically a free agent. Mm -hmm. You can be signed by any team. So my, me a multi-sport athlete. Yeah. Yeah, NFL, little NFL. I think I'm, I'm probably just gonna print out that email. <laughs> just put it up. Yeah, yeah, I'm a. Why not? Anyone got any leads? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, if I was six ten, six nine, six eight, whatever he is, I'd be in the fucking NBA. Mm -hmm. Let's stop acting like basketball's hard. We gotta stop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it. There's. There's no. There's. There's no goalie. Mm -hmm. So there is no chance like, like I had this debate with Hagen too. I think we might've done it on the podcast there. So, you know, you're a goalie or you're, you're a hockey player. Oh shit. Like the, uh, you know, we, we lost to nothing. We put up 50 shots. Their goalie beat us mm -hmm. basketball. It's like, yeah, we scored 86 times. But their defense beat us. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, it's just offense versus offense. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, like there's it, no such thing as like oh, I'm good at defense. Like it's like yeah, oh, bro, like LeBron really held him to only twenty points. Like the dude still scored on you twenty, like ten times. Yeah. How is that like? We're we're applauding that. It, it's like the most gimme sport ever. I mean, the a big difference would be like looking at the amount of blocks on a certain player, not in total. Like if you blocked uh, LaFraudulent six times and made him score only 20% from the field. Yeah, and he right? only had 50 points, like, you know. Then, yeah, that might be something. Yeah, right? uh, I mean, I feel like all these rules apply to everybody low-key except not him. Because he had like six points going into like a fourth quarter in a playoff game, <laughs> and that's. I think that's just on him though. That was one of yes. That was one of the reasons why the other guy said they needed to uh, retain Jalen Brown and pay him that much because you don't want to see another team do it, and because Jason Tatum is just simply not him. So. Listen, let's let's backtrack here real quick to this school thing. Yeah. I mean, LeBron's an idiot, right? He he barely he got 
I don't even think he has a high school. Like, if he went back to high school today, um, I mean, I don't even think he graduates. Because, like, mm. he had all the camera crews. No way a teacher's going to be like, oh, yeah, this is a fucking F. Yeah. Like, no, LeBron, the fucking capital of the United States, is not Akron, Ohio. <laughs> it's yeah. not Los Angeles. <laughs> Are you sure? It's not Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Miami. I would pay to watch a TV show called Lay Mickey Goes Back to High School. Did you see how dumb he is? Pay-per-view, how much are you paying? 100 bucks Per episode? Yeah. Wow. Do you know how much content there's going to be in there? I mean, he might just be paying off these teachers. Yeah, but you can tell. You yeah. know what I mean? It's okay. like, okay, LeBron, popcorn reading, like... <laughs> Let's. Oh wait, I forgot. We had to give LeBron the cat in the hat, where everyone else yes. is reading the Great Gatsby because he's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, why? Why were we expecting anything different for uh, the I Promise School from a guy who founded a school who didn't graduate college? Maybe that's why he only did eighth grade. It's right. It's. I think it's third through seventh. That's what I just read. Oh, got it. Okay, so maybe that's why he only did middle school. Yeah. Right. Um, because there's no, like, I think he has a GED. I don't think he has a high school diploma. <laughs> he got drafted out of high school. I don't think he finished yeah. it. Right? Yeah. And then as, as you were saying, camera crews and shit. Yeah. No, I mean, no there's way. no way a teacher's going to be like, yeah, LeBron, you want to go to the NBA? Uh, you got that history test Monday. Um, you're not going to the draft. <laughs> you have to get ready to learn Chinese, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Who's giving LeBron's attention for missing homework? Like, really? You guys are playing, like, fucking, uh, like, you're playing another school, like, that, like, 4 o'clock that day. They're going to be like, yo, Bron, you got the tension. No, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I mean. going to be at the game. It, like, everyone, like, the Zion Williamson for us, like, with, do you remember Zion in high school and middle school? Like, th that shit for me was all over Twitter. Um, maybe it was like I, I've seen it recently on like Facebook and things. So yeah, like he was the most followed athlete. Like it was a big deal when he committed to Duke. Yeah. Um, that was like LeBron James. Mm -hmm. Like that's how it was. Right. It was just like camera crews everywhere. Um. Yeah. He was the next LeBron. Yeah, and and, and it was just like there's no way that this guy was going like. Really, they really just told they definitely just told him, yeah, like you just need to go to class. Mm -hmm. We will take care of the rest. Yeah. Because ultimately you're gonna be an NBA player and an alumni of our high school. We're not gonna be the ones to fuck that up. So why are we trusting this guy to start a school? Like, do you really want to send your kid? Would you send your kids to the I Promise School? Yes. <laughs> Only because, like, when I when I heard it was announced, I believe that every kid that goes to that school gets uh, like a college scholarship. That's just free money. Okay. And I I get I get the name LeBron James I Promise with my kids thing underneath. Yeah. Why not? He's like a, he definitely gives out autographs too. Pro yeah, he probably shows up. Yeah, yeah. Like if I get to see the, you know, his son that he tried to kill. I mean, that's that's great, right? <laughs> I would like to. Um, 
I would like to see. I think in order to start a school, I think you should have to be at least the principal. I think the principal would be pretty cool. I, yeah. I would watch that on TV. Okay. Him wearing clear glasses. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, hey, what'd you do? Like, oh, I, you know, me and Johnny got into an argument. It's like, oh, it's okay, man. Let me, uh, let me tell you about a story when Kobe dropped 70. And I, I felt, I, I, I knew felt about it. it. I felt yeah. it. I, I, I should have. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. And the kids are just like. Tell me about the bubble. <laughs> well, it was the hardest championship I've ever won. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I personally would not send my kid to the. You're not. You're not promising him. I'm gonna promise him a good education. Okay. I'm yeah. not gonna promise him the literally a Mickey Mouse education because when they go to the real world, when they take the state test, yeah, things don't go so well. When you play in a real championship, yep. It they LeBron is like 0 and 74 in championships. He got swept. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Um let's uh let's run an ad real quick and then we'll be right back. Okay. All right. Continue what you were saying. I lost a train of thought now, but I feel Nick like Chubb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek Henry. Uh it's obsolete. They are they are going to be the last of their kind. Bijan Robinson is is a large guy, right? That is able to uh, go over people, go through people, but also go around them and catch the ball. That's what we will be seeing. We will be seeing more of receiving backs over power backs. Yeah, Pacheco. That's, I get. Yeah, yeah. He's a small, but yeah, yeah. He's just a pure receiving back, like My, a Miles Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Boston Scott is a perfect example. Because that motherfucker only catches balls, right? That's it. All right, chill out. He catches swing passes, right, uh, and just cuts up the Giants. You know, yeah. that, that's that's his two two jobs. I yeah, I, I'm all. I just don't get what the the running backs like. What they thought was gonna happen, like, I think it was a really stupid like play from them because like. They're like, oh, like all of us are getting cut. None of us are getting the money we want. But it's just like realize your market value and your market value is low because like we're just now paying quarterbacks a lot of money because the rules changed and you can't hit the quarterback seven seconds after he releases the ball anymore. Oh, this guy might not be hurt every other week. Like we can pay this guy fifty million a year, you know. It, it's whereas with the running back position, like those those guys on defense still need to hit a motherfucker, and now it's the running back. Like yeah, so you know if if they get rid of tackling in football, I, I'm dead serious. Yeah. If they do Pro Bowl rules where you can only like wrap up somebody and stop them. Maybe, maybe we see uh, like a change. Like I, I guess, I guess the first question to answer is, what's the most important position on the football field? Oh God, doing this again? Th- that's gonna be it. Yeah, a line. No, the the most. Un- well, I, I okay, most unimportant. That's what I meant. Uh, running back. 
You think so? Yeah. Okay. I think I've said that on like a previous podcast too, before all this shit. I think so. Yeah. I think on defense I said corner. <laughs> I would I'd probably say safety, but it's like the two two most useless positions. Yeah. So I mean they're they're replaceable. Yeah. But, oh yeah, yeah. But they're important. You still need one. You're, yeah, 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 absolutely. You still you, need one. If you go from the gun, right, he covers your, your blind side, right? Or if it's an empty set, he's still on the field as a slot receiver. But it's also a guy I don't need to pay $50 million. No, they're not, but they're not saying that. They're saying uh, a cool $20 million is okay. Yeah, I think that's... Like for the top three? I think it's too much. So you wouldn't pay Saquon. 20 million hell no I, I think i would if i'm the giants so hold on because it it's team by team i'm not paying Najee 20 million a year until he shows to me that his heel is okay and he can perform through a season like he had did in alabama right and stop hurtling dudes just stop <laughs> all right stay on the ground okay but i'm paying saquon because he's the best player on the team. That's it. He's he's probably the reason they won four out of the 11 games they won last year, I think is what they ended up with. I wish Hagen was here to tell me, but yeah, um, he's probably the sole reason. He's the reason they got it to the playoffs. They're the reason they won a playoff game. He got three touchdowns in that game. I'm fairly certain. Danny Dimes played a hell of a season last year, but not enough to merit 30 37 million dollars a year or 39 whatever he got signed up yeah. for right take 31 add the 9 to the 11 that Saquon just signed up with 911 911 <laughs> that that's it, it adds up my god it's new york new york jets <laughs> uh yeah so you, you, that's that's a 20 million dollar deal over 2 years it's 10 a year that's all they want yeah i mean I'm just yeah I I just can't I can't jump on that wave. Okay. I agree to disagree. Yeah. I I don't get what the meeting was for. Honestly, like they're like All right, guys, we're not getting paid. So they they like arguably they committed conspiracy because they were saying let's let's also like drag out some injuries a little bit. I saw that report. I'm going to say, okay. But that's that's like... Have fun being a free agent where you're going to get offered $5 million a year. Yeah. Right. There is no way... Like, you do not beat the owners of the league. Mm. You don't. You simply do not. Right. Like, there is no way around it. Because they're all, they're all going to get together, and they're the ones that have all the money. <laughs> yeah. They're all going to get... Okay, um... Hey, we'll cut, we'll cut Derrick Henry if you guys cut Saquon, and we'll tell them all to get fucked. We'll let go of Austin Eckler if none of you motherfuckers sign him, and then we'll see, we'll see what the market value of running back does in five years. They're all playing the lot. Like there is no beating these guys. Like yeah. the, the, and it sucks to say, but like the running backs and. All these guys can say, hey, we're in control of our own destiny, all this shit. Like, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. 
I hate to break it to you, but who signs your in, paycheck? In part, they're they're paving their way for destiny, right? They're they're making they're making a little bit of their contract because if they only do four hundred yards and two touchdowns in a year, see you later, right? But if you know if if they do what they're supposed to do, which is arguably a uh, thousand yards, right? And I don't know, fifteen touchdowns on the ground and through the air, right? Then yeah, you're you're welcomed back for another year on your rookie deal. You're not gonna get cut. Right? But but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right? It's it's up to ownership. I mean, let them all like what's ultimately what's gonna happen is they're all just gonna rot in free agency. That's what's gonna happen. If they want to play that game, the owners don't like to be fucked with. Just yeah. Oh, you don't want to play football anymore? Yeah, there's there's far more talent out there. Yeah. I'm just dra- I'll just start drafting guys for one year. I'll start yeah. cut them the next year. Rookie deal. See ya. Right. No franchise tag. Yeah, that's gonna cost a lot more money than cutting and well the franchise tag's gonna naturally go down. Yeah. Because it's based on the average. So if you stop uh paying these running backs, then your franchise tag is gonna be five million a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Pretty affordable. Switch your position. Play a talented position like quarterback or wide receiver. Or corner. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, or go play linebacker. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like do something that warrants that money. Because mm-hmm. like low key it's the same thing as like running backs, same thing as basketball. Like you're born into it and it's like, all right, can you hold on to the ball? Yes. Okay. Can you get yards? Yeah. How many touchdowns? Oh, you got, you know, 13. Draft them. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's a hell of a, that's our starting running back for the next three, four years. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm on the, I'm on the wave. Like, I'm not even siding with the owners, but I'm on the wave of, I'm not paying running backs. I'd rather that money go to my O line. So you wouldn't like, or real quick, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Exactly like the Jets situation. Remember they yeah. gave Le'Veon Bell like a $60 million contract, but had no O-line? Yeah. It like reversed that, and the Jets wouldn't be in the situation they they were the last couple of seasons. But because of that, they were able to get Brees Hall. Right? He was a draft pick, right? He was a draft pick, yeah. yeah but like Two years after that. Yeah. Uh, well, last he was the last year pick, so okay. I don't know when they cut Le'Veon. Only for the reason. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like maybe 2019, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, either way, I'm just like, they could have just got an O-line instead of, you know, let's pay this guy who didn't do anything. So, assuming you have a pretty okay O-line, you didn't have Brees Hall, you don't have Michael Carter, and you don't, you might have your, your other guy, right? Uh... Dalvin Cook is on the menu. Saquon Barkley's on the menu and Austin Eckler's on the menu. Are you saying you don't want him or them for well, let's say 14 million a year? Or are you sticking with your third third running back slot, right? And just saying who gives a fuck? Doesn't matter. Well, what's my situation like what's the same situation as last year? You're going into this year. You lost both quarterback or both running backs, both ACL, whatever, and you have a uh, hundred and five million worth of cap space, right? A, a fucking a lot, all right. 
I mean, give him a one year. Okay. Like, even I, I'd be tempted to just say no. Like, honestly. And just, just ride it out. With, yeah. With go your... find, go find, bring in a couple guys. There's got to be undrafted guys out there. Just get it. Like, I'd go, go out and get me another O lineman. This is like the OV philosophy, right? The, you take a veteran who's tried and true instead of a rookie, right? But opposite. Yeah, but you want the rookie. Right. I just want the O line. I don't give a fuck who's running the ball. <laughs> yeah. It could be someone who's twenty three or thirty three. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it does not make a difference to me. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying, you know, we hold on to that money, we pay our O line, we draft another O line. Zalman, keep running the ball until you want more than five million dollars. One, one more extreme example. You're taking Frank Gore on a minimum, with a pretty stand up O line. You're taking the Eagles O line. Right, you're taking the Eagles O line with Frank Gore, veteran minimum, or Austin Eckler on a fourteen million dollar contract. What's my O line? Pretty good. Same O line. Yeah, yeah. Top four, top four in the league. How many years is the Austin Eckler contract? Yeah. See, there we go. Yeah. Uh, it's fourteen per year for two years. So. A total of twenty-eight million. What's the rest of my team look like? With with incentives. Uh do I need any other positions? No, not really. Let's let's say you take the Jets roster. Okay. Everybody on the O line gone. You take the Eagles, throw them in there. Um, you know, so you you've catapulted to like uh, top three in the whole fucking league now as your as your roster. You got Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers learning a new playbook, uh getting uh chemistry going. You have no more Denzel Mims, so whoever else is second uh, wide receiver. Oh, um, the fucking Packers guy. Lazard. Yeah, that guy, Randall Cobb. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't go get the fucking tight end from over there either. But <laughs> Bring uh, back Jimmy Graham. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Graham signed to the uh, Saints, I'm pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Oh, good He's for still, him. Still in the league. He, um, was a, he was a Packer, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was a Packer. And then, and then Saint. A, yeah, Saint Packer Bear Saint. Yeah, for one year, crazy. But yeah, so what are you taking? I'm gonna go get me a tight end. <laughs> what? All right, all right. You have Jimmy Graham. <laughs> I'm I'm still probably gonna go get me a tight end. You're taking a tight end. I think tight end is a way more effective position well, than no, a no, no. That, the question was <laughs> Austin Eckler. All right on a two year. 28 million dollar or frank Gore there's so all right so i i understand what you're saying yeah. but there are some other factors i need to consider yeah i got so my cap space like i just spent a lot of money on aaron Rodgers. okay um you restructured yep i do know that yeah. uh and then garrett wilson's coming up like okay. there's some other i'm taking my core over like something like pumping more money into would you bring him into the to the brass and try to negotiate yeah i i would okay. i would do that i mean if we're talking like one of the best dual threat backs in the league yeah yeah i mean i'll i can i can go on that Let's but see. like if we want like if we want some of these other guys that are crying like get fucked like i don't care i don't need derrick henry i don't need all these other guys i have a different offense he looks at your o-line loves them He's willing to sign for a discount of twelve five per year for two years. 
That's what is that discount? That's it's 25, 25 million compared to twenty eight. Give me eight a year, <laughs> and then we'll talk. That's I think that's, I'm cap conscious, dude. Yeah, I want other positions. I'd rather the Jets go out and sign a tight end. If I'm completely honest with you, yeah, I think a, a really solid tight end with Aaron Rodgers, I think would be a, go a longer way than someone who you know. I guess Austin Eckler is really talented as a receiving back, but like, go get me a tight end. Like. Is, is there a team that you would say is a running back away? <laughs> There's no team that's a running back away. That's, like, not a thing anymore. Yeah. O-line away. Okay. The Bengals are slash were. Yeah. I don't know how their O-line they got better or worse. I don't really. They did. Yeah. Better? Yeah, better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think running back away exists anymore. Quarterback away. WR1 away. Uh, like, the Giants are arguably, like, a WR1 away. Yeah. They, They're very good defensively. They thought they had Kenny Galladay, right? And that turned out to be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, it might – wide receiver might become that next position, though. Are the Bills a running back away? No. You don't think so? Not in that. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. They have they. Uh, in my opinion, they you have, might. I, I'm not trying to discredit. No, when I'm matter. saying no, I'm not trying to discredit what you think. No, I, I'm just creating content at yeah, this point. I right. I no. I I don't. I don't think so. Like I'm all on the wave. I'm glad you texted me the other day and said RB zero is the play this year because, <laughs> yeah. and I was thinking about not doing RB zero until all this shit came up. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? There's like there's four I feel comfortable drafting, and I'm not gonna get them because I'm fucking eight. Yeah, I'm not drafting. I'm not drafting a running back in the first round, no matter what. Um, You would have to, you would have to put a gun to my head, and Austin Eckler would have to be on the board. And he was the leader of this whole fucking thing. Yeah, you can take a disgruntled Austin Eckler. Probably gonna get traded. Probably the Vikings. Or Dalvin Cook might go back to the Vikings. But yeah, like you have a copy and paste. So this is where your your philosophy holds up true. Because the Vikings know Alexander Madison is phenomenal. It's a copy and paste from Dalvin Cook. And it fresher legs. So yeah. your your philosophy works in this point. Get the fuck out of here, Cook. I don't want you. Go play with your brother in, in Buffalo. Go play in the snow. Um, we're going to take Alexander Madison and draft a one behind him. And nothing's going to – Alexander Madison is the – RB1 for the Vikings. Okay. He was – he's like a, a pure handcuff for the for Vikings organization so that when Dalvin Cook went down on his three games a year, Alexander would do all the same shit, okay. same fantasy production, everything. So, like, nothing fucking happened. I think the most effective teams – are those that utilize their quarterback effectively. Like, it's like a plug-and-play for everybody else. Mm -hmm. So, like, we're seeing that with the Chiefs, right? Mahomes doesn't care who he's throwing to. Kelsey is like like an exception to that. Okay. Because, like, it's like you need Kelsey there. But remember when, like, 
shit hit the fan with like Tyreek Hill getting traded and you you were also on that like you're like yeah they're fucked yeah, what are they gonna do and I was like no they're not <laughs> like yeah. they don't care yeah that was like the best trade maybe like ever I've seen in a while why I think it was maybe one of the smartest trades I've ever seen All like right. that yeah simply based on like the chiefs coming together who just got signed then too who just made crazy money in the in the league in general in the wide receiver role oh god uh aj brown no i don't think he has there was that year it was last year right someone some receiver just signed and that's what stirred it up i mean crazy money was dj chark he got no christian kirk started this yes, whole fucking yes. wide receiver thing so four years and uh 79 million dollars christian kirk got signed and then tyreek hill went to the chiefs and go hey like i'm fucking better than this clown yeah like yeah. come on and i i love the chiefs are like okay yeah <laughs> see ya like i i think almost like I, we could argue all we want, but we should also look at what the successful teams are doing. Like, the Chiefs are, you know, they, they kind of said, like, hey, like, we don't need a run. Like, we don't need a running back anymore. We had Jamal Charles and uh, uh, who the fuck was the guy? Who's the guy on the Bengals now? Or used to be on the Bengals. Samaje P. Ryan? That came from the Chiefs. He was the backup. Tyre, uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Kareem Hunt, who was a phenomenal running back. Obviously, he had that shit happen. He had to get cut. But the, the Chiefs' hands weren't tied mm. when that situation came up. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, shit. Like, we got to get rid of our running back. They didn't. That probably that conversation probably happened about Jamal Charles, where he back was, then, yeah, yes, where he was he took the Chiefs and made them a team. Mm-hmm. You can have a running back make you a Saquon Barkley, the New York Jets or New York Giants. Um, that can that can create a team. That's the guy you really need to pay. Like that's the only thing I'm sitting on the fucking soapbox for, and arguably Austin Eckler. See, I I agree and disagree because like. Let's look at the Super Bowl winning teams. When was the last time like a superstar running back has won a Super Bowl? Because uh, I saw this argument on Twitter too. Yeah, and there, I, I I'm looking at the ESPN um, like money breakdown of who got the one that I saw was the leading rushers in the Super Bowl and what they were getting paid. The last one that broke a million dollars was Marshawn Lynch, and he didn't win. Because they didn't hand the ball to their game stopping running back, right? See, even even the coaches don't care. That's another guy you fucking pay. But <laughs> um all right, so the Rams, right? They had Todd yeah. Gurley for all those years. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, why don't we just roll up our O line, trade for every good player in the league? Yeah. Other than running back, do running back by committee and win a Super Bowl. And they did. The Chiefs. The Bengals were this close to letting Joe Mixon walk this summer. 
his off the field antics. Yeah, but also, I mean, I think they also were like, can kind of get anybody else to. This is his last year. He, he restructured his contract to take a pay cut to stay with the Bengals. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I don't see him signing to a team that has a winning record. Because it's only like the losing teams that sign the run, like like the Panthers. Are like, yeah, Miles Sanders. Yeah, yeah, on a supermax. Yeah, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah, is he the most paid running back in the league now? Miles Sanders, I think, is making six million a year. I thought they were paying him bank. God, I hope not. He's not great. Yeah, he's not. Well, the Panthers saw the stats and their eyes lit up. All right, running back contracts and salaries. Uh, lo and behold, the winner is Derrick Henry at $16 million. Uh, Nick Chubb, 14 Tony Pollard, 10 Josh Jacobs, 10 Let's look for Miles Sanders, 2 2500000 over, it looks like, three years. Two and a half, you said. Mm-hmm. Two and a half million over over three years. See, that's good. That's good. Like, that's a good contract. I all right. I thought he was making like a ridiculous amount of money, but I mean, you see what's about to happen with Dalvin Cook. Like, the Jets are unproven. To me, they're still the Jets are still a losing team. It's it's because of how ESPN does it. What. When it when it broke and he went to the Panthers, it was a four year, twenty five million dollar contract. That sounds a lot worse than it is. To, oh, okay. So it's really right. a, it's really a four year, five million dollar annual contract. Okay. Right. Two uh, and a half guaranteed. Yeah. One, yeah. Two and a half guaranteed and one point nine signing bonus. Now. To me, the Jets are still like a losing team because they haven't had a winning record in how long? Okay. Dalvin Cook going to the Jets. You know? That makes sense. So you want Dalvin Cook is what you're saying? I mean, he's gonna. we're going to get him for $2 million. No way. No way. What are the, all right, so the Jets have no money. Yeah. Now, right? Then he, that goes to fucking Miami. Dalvin? Yeah. Bro, they're signing everybody. Doesn't even matter. See, it's like it's the same thing with like, and they have a running back committee. They do. Same thing with like the, I don't know, like the. Uh, who was I going to bring up? It's the same thing with the Le'Veon Bell situation. Like the Jets aren't going to. They learn their lesson. Yeah. So if if Dalvin really wants to come to the Jets. On Miles Sanders' money. Do it. Arguably, the Steelers started this wave. Yeah. They waved Le'Veon. Yeah, you know, those are your guys, yeah. and you're on the other side. <laughs> they waved one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, so what's crazy is that it's because he walked. Yeah. We, we didn't walk him. We offered a contract. And, and now, he held out. Right? Yeah, and he's he's saying, um, damn, I should have stayed. Like, yeah, no shit, right? We, we had a pretty stout offensive line, and we were – uh, working on uh, a pretty like moderate dynasty, right? So every running back is a system player. 
has to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's no more no more guys just busting it. Come on. Bijan might be the guy to to bust it. Right? <laughs> you hoping he busts it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess I'm hoping he busts, right? But um, I hope Wemby busts. <laughs> he is already busted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get away from basketball. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do this the 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 hat thing virtual. Yeah. Yep, I'm gonna have to go buy hats. That sucks. I'm gonna return them though. It's yeah. <laughs> you leave the tags on. Yeah, you gotta keep the team though. The the good. Oh yeah, yeah. The whatever team I pick. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm putting it on right, and that's my hat. And yeah, I'm returning yeah. the rest. Absolutely. Um. We should do that. Uh, we should do that while I'm here. I want to see that. Should do that maybe, before the draft. Maybe the draft. Yeah, yeah. that'd okay. be cool. I have to go to lids. Uh, we're gonna run one more ad real quick. Be right back. All right. So uh, the Boston Celtics are in a fantastic situation now. So they just paid their second best player, arguably third best player a super max contract and he can only dribble one way like me, by the way, like me and his partner in crime, not him. I remember when I commented and there was that um, ESPN post and it was one of the NBA guys. And he's like, you know, Jalen Brown is going to be up for a super max contract. And I said, please do it. This would be so funny. Yes. And they did it. Yeah. And it was hilarious. It, it still is. It still is funny. Yes. I mean, like, I would have done it for 200K. And I have a similar skill set. I can also only dribble the ball one way. I might not be able to dunk, but I think if I had NBA training, I could. I can hang on the rim. Yeah. You stick me with some of these NBA coaches. I bet they can get me to dunk. Yeah. I might be a little, I don't know, uh, Jalen Brown's injury proneness. I'm a little injury prone. Okay. But. But that's that's your that's your salary cut. But I would have yeah. done it for 200K. Yeah. I would have done it for 304 million and $800,000 less. Right. <laughs> yeah. Than what they just paid this guy. And I would, I would sign a lifetime deal. I'd say pay me 200K every year until we're both satisfied yeah and i would have done honestly i i'm gonna listen i'm gonna be a free agent soon yeah i mean right there just that's all you need yeah like i don't know i we have the same skill set the celtics will need you when they do uh jason tatum's supermax of 450 million because he's better than Jalen brown not him so uh yeah i mean it's just it's laughable it's so funny and it's like i like the boston fans that are i respect the boston fans that are justifying it Mm -hmm. because a lot of them were like so some of them like i think it's a 33 33 33 percent some of them it's oh that's a lot of money (laughs) yeah 33 percent are like, I respect these thirty three percent because they're like, ah, yeah, we got him locked up. 
Yes. Yeah. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's all you can say. How much was it again? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he's a he's a great player. 400 million. Yeah, he's Yeah, he's worth it. So, and then you got the final 33, delusional. Oh, best contract in NBA history. Yeah. They think it's like a good thing to have the most the highest paid contract. That's crazy. On your like they 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 do. They're like that means that we have the best the best player in the best the player the best roster yeah. yeah i mean it's just title town yeah, yeah. what well, what do you gotta what do you gotta say about it uh well i'm just like i'm trying to think for the boston fans now at this point right like if you paid a guy that only has one hand 400 million right for five years or whatever uh what do you pay a guy that can dribble with both hands 800 million double <laughs> that would only make sense this right so yeah, I mean, so or, I think that's good logic. That would only make sense if you can only dribble with one hand and you make four hundred. You dribble with two hands, you make eight hundred. So you have one point two billion dollars over the next <laughs> five years, <laughs> locked up in two fucking players. It's not our money. It's yeah. Who cares? Uh, I mean, there's a luxury tax. I think that's how the salary yes. cap works here. So it doesn't give a shit, right? If they have deep enough pockets. They could just pay that out, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what the fuck? One point two billion tied up <laughs> yeah. in two players. And then let's let's see if like what other stats do you need? Chris Tapp Porzingis is probably up for a contract in three years. So what what do you pay a guy that is your supposed big man that can block and dribble with both hands? Uh, 1.2 billion. Th- th- there we- so we're at a 2.4 billion dollar tax hit, salary hit on three players, and we're also not winning a ring because Chris Stavs Porzingis is our big man. Yeah, and then on top of that, we're paying. We need a nickname for Jalen Brown. One hand, we call him one hand. Yeah, yeah. One hand has a 400 million dollar contract. And then not him is going to make double that. That's not a championship roster. And I don't know what, like, fucking Poff in there. Yeah, I mean, they're paying him because, you know, we've been to 90 million Eastern Conference titles in the last five fucking years. Cool. Like, cool, dude. Yeah. You have not him. He does not have a clutch gene in his body. If- they used to give it to Marcus Smart to shoot the basketball yes. at the end of the game. So that's. That was what uh, the other guy kept bringing up. Well, or actually, the first first lady actually I talked to, she said, um, one of those three players or two of the three you had to give a supermax. So which one do you like the most? So they traded Marcus Smart because they weren't going to give him supermax, and that's it. So you you have to you have to win a ring in these next three years to shut us up. <laughs> And for it to make sense money-wise. And then you just disassemble everything and pay the luxury tax on uh, the the $2.4 billion you have locked up with between three players. and Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know, like, what to say anymore about, like, I think we've reached such a delusional level of Boston fans. It's, like, been unprecedented. Because we have we have Patriots fans 
Um, so Hagen's cousin, huge Patriots fan. Hagen was telling me the other day that like straight faced, he went through the schedule and like said like the Patriots were getting like 12 wins. <laughs> Bring him on. <laughs> he needs to come on the pod. <laughs> I would... We are reaching new highs. And I'm pissed I'm leaving. Yeah. This is so crazy. I'm I I'm in the middle of this, and I hear something good every day. Yeah, every day it's something. So we got to get him virtual. That that guy. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That that just has to happen. Yeah. So that we can screen share his fucking schedule. He says, "All right, win against uh the the Bills, win against the Dolphins, sweep the Dolphins, win against the J- sweep the fucking Jets, uh, and then just go through his twelve. I think it was a team like the Chiefs or something. Perfect. And Hagen told me he's like, "Yeah, I don't mind that matchup." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's violent. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. ignorance. This it's is... awesome. There, yeah, it, it's we are reaching new levels to this. I'll say this right now: if the Patriots get more than ten wins. I'm getting a tattoo of their logo. <laughs> this... Where are you gonna get it? Wherever, wherever the viewers want it. I'm gonna say face. Yeah, neck down. You get you're gonna end up with one on your neck. It's a Pat's logo on your fucking neck. How many wins? Ten. Go eleven. Are you scared? I like ten plus. If I had that on on the line, I would be yeah, I mean let's I wanna I don't want it to happen, but I do. Like you know what I mean? I mean are you would you do it also? Uh no, they're not gonna get ten wins. I'll go. They're not gonna get six. I'll go if I if they get eleven wins. Yeah, I'll put it on. I'll, I'll get one like right here. Okay, so Patriots logo tattoo. Yeah, let's just all right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great. What uh, <laughs> if if Brady comes out of retirement, would you get a twelve tattoo somewhere <laughs> next to the Patriot logo? <laughs> <laughs> I get his logo TB twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude i wouldn't be able to walk into a tattoo parlor straight face yeah what do you want today uh yeah this uh this tv 12 perfect <laughs> yeah i just love tom brady so much yeah so yeah yeah i, I if they get 11 wins i'm down perfect <laughs> we, yeah. we gotta hope it's gonna get like weird they're gonna be like like eight and six at some point they could be like it could be like a seven and seven and the, the end of the season's looking up. Yeah. Uh, like, Oh, we're getting Mac Jones back. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm down. I'll do yeah. it. Perfect. 11 wins. Yeah. Let's shake it on it. Here we go. What do you want? 10 or 11? I'm doing 10. You're going you can, 10. You do <laughs> That's 11. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just put it on my foot. Perfect. Like right here. Yeah. I mean, who's, who's ever going to, that's going to rub off in, in three years anyways. Yeah. So. I'll just be like every day. Yeah. Fuck this shit. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're they're getting beyond the point of delusional, mm-hmm. which I love. I love to hear it. I mean, my, one of my uh, the the best man at the wedding. He's a Patriots fan. Also, the the huge guy, Patriots fan. Um, best man said, uh, "We are not sniffing the playoffs in the next decade." And I said, "I'm glad you see it now. Good. I am. I am so glad." Um, and I, I was just, I was dumbfounded after that. I didn't know what to say to him because I was like, you're right. We need other teams to step up. 
So we need like the Chargers to get better. Yeah. Broncos need to figure it out. The Chargers were good. Yeah, but and you they, know, they are. two years ago the yeah. Patriots made it in and the Bills were just like we gotta play these guys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Beat them. It was like twenty one nothing first like three possessions or whatever. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean we just need some teams to get better. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't I think they come in last in the AFC East. Patriots, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna this uh, that clip is gonna end up on like something that like the Patriots like tweet out or something. Like, like, like a playoff hype. Like they go like they go like twelve and five and they win. Perfect. The division. And wow. then they like they toss us on there. Yeah. I mean you just you just wait for my tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say about. I, I guess we're coming out to football season now. Um, we got Joe Burrow. He'll be out a couple weeks. Several years. Yeah, several <laughs> years. Uh, do not draft him in fantasy. Yeah, stay away. Yep. Uh, calf injury. Yep. You were pretty positive about it when I texted you. Yes. Uh, we have not spoken since. What are you thinking? Um, well, ever since it said several weeks, that that's just like the season starts in September. So you're fine. I also think at that point, like a guy like Burrow, it doesn't matter too much. Like, because he's already established. He's going to learn the, the new playbook. Right, yeah. the, the new play calls. Um, if they even have. Yeah, rehab the calf, and uh, that's it. He's not going to play any fucking preseason, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? He's ready for week one, uh, September 8th. Yeah, roll him out for preseason, just get him healthy. Yeah. We had that that weird situation against the Steelers week one last year mm-hmm. where he threw four picks or whatever. After he was like, it just looked like he was like sleeping. Yeah, that was electric. Yeah, that was a yes. good game. Yes. So, I don't know. I think that that is something to keep an eye on, but I don't think it's anything. Nothing, nothing major. Yeah, I was worried it was a knee. Yeah, when when I saw it, um, it it looked kind of bad, but then he went straight. Straight to his calf. Yeah. So I was like, oh, if he shit. fell holding the knee, I'm like, oh, he tore his ACL again. Another one. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. It's good. I hate to see good quarterbacks get hurt mm-hmm. just because it, it – if if Burrow gets hurt, the Bengals, 6-11. and 11. You know what I mean? Barely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it is just how it works. Yeah. They have Trevor Simeon as backup quarterback, which yeah. is – I mean – Yeah. Yeah, with all the talent you got, you still need Burrow. Yeah. So, the the Jets seem to have every free agent that's still out there on their radar. I guess Dalvin Cook is signing soon. That's the prediction. To where? The Jets. He's there right now. Huh. I mean, that doesn't mean a whole lot because... Well, the Jets brass said, like, we feel we can reach an agreement while they're here. That's the same thing they said about DeAndre Hopkins with the Patriots. And then, like, a day later, he signed with the fucking Titans. Did the Patriots brass say that, though? Or did the news? I think it was... I don't I don't know if the, pra- the brass said it. Because this is the Jets 
saying, I'll pull it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that. Because, again, I mean, we're, we're going to get into the running back thing. I don't give a shit about a running back. Yeah. I mean, it was – so on the D-hop thing, it was, it was so – uh, apparent that he was going to the Patriots, that it was negative odds at Vegas. It was minus like 300. And then the Titans were like plus 200. And then overnight it went to minus 150 for the Titans. Update, Dalvin Cook says his chances are pretty high that he signs with the Jets while appearing on Good Morning Football. Uh, Cook added that the Jets are a team that's building something special while also praising Aaron Rodgers' pay cut, saying it feels like that's the guy you want to be around. Reese Hall, Michael Carter, Dalvin Cook, and your third string running back, whoever that was. Zalman Thomas. Yeah, that you liked, right? I like him a lot. So who goes? Um, There's no way there's four running backs. Because you have 15 wide receivers. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we don't really have a quarterback other than Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. So I think maybe you trim that position down. I still think you keep the four. And he would uh, ultimately, I think, unfortunately, it would be uh, that kid from UNC probably mm-hmm. getting bounced. Yeah. Johnson. So that's, that's the last name. That Johnson. really sucks for like Brees Hall's running back fantasy all of the jets running back fantasy like you have to stay away from them now yeah um but i think it's going to be good in the the long run of his five-year career mm-hmm. uh just coming off that acl injury <laughs> yeah okay so yeah i i don't know how to feel about the jets yet mm-hmm. i gotta see it uh there's a lot of gassing up going on obviously uh, a lot of people saying that Zach Wilson looks like a new quarterback. Yeah. I don't know about that. I've, I've seen it also. I got to see it. I haven't seen any reels or anything. I haven't either. No. So I got to see it in order to come to a conclusion about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think a lot of Zach Wilson was a work ethic issue. Maybe them actually going out and getting Rodgers was like a, a wake up. Yeah, like, oh, this isn't my seat anymore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like he went from, you know, hey, I'm the second overall pick and kind of coast to like until we're, you know, decent to now it's like, oh, they traded for a guy and now I'm like there there's not even a a training camp battle. Like yeah. it wasn't even it was like Aaron Rodgers was the starter when the trade rumors started. So maybe yeah. that was a little you know, wake up call. I don't know. So Zach Wilson went from fucking milfs to uh, Aaron Rodgers now fucking milfs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. That's kind of a next year, two year issue. Mm-hmm. But we get two or three years out of Rodgers. Maybe we don't have to draft a quarterback. I don't know. I don't watch the Jets practices, so. Yeah. Zach Wilson could play just like a 80 overall quarterback. That's all I care. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, running back situation. I don't know if we have two different opinions on this. We've kind of, every time we've kind of sort of brought it up, we've just said we'll save it for the pod. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're here. Let's uh, 
What do you think? Well, pose the question. Right? Like, do, do running backs need to be drafted? Yes. Do they need to be franchise tagged? Yes. Both sides, right? But do they need a contract? I guess is the question. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, do yeah. they need, like, I I don't get what they were, what they're trying to accomplish. Raising the amount of money annually that they get. Like, the max deal... I think is um, either Nick Chubb or Derrick Henry, somebody who's a pure rusher. Yeah, gets sixteen million a year, something like that, right? That's the maximum they can get. Whereas quarterbacks can get thirty million a year. That's market fifty million a year if you're very good. You know the top four. So why do running backs get significantly less? Was that Zoom meeting? So yeah, I I I I get that. I'm just saying coming from the running, like looking at the running backs, I think it's kind of funny because like, what are you going to accomplish? Mm -hmm. Go on a strike. I don't, no one cares. Like how much are you like? All right. So you want to, this is a poor, like semi poor example, but why is a a car that's, that's only going to be able to run for, four years why is that worth less than a car that's going to run for 12 years like a brand new car versus one with eighty thousand miles on it it's a 2023 Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like even drafting running backs above the third round is like a wasted pick in my opinion okay i've been i've been on this wave like I, i just it's not needed anymore and like you said downstairs it's a it's a you need a dual threat back now, but why are like, I bet they can start training receivers to be running backs like Cordell or Patterson or Debo Samuel. Yeah. But is that like, I forget the word I'm looking for, but is that worth it long-term? Like you're putting Debo through so much as a wide receiver that you're trying to convince him to be a running back also either you pay him for both positions or you let him dissolve into just a wide receiver or just a running back, or you're out of a guy in six years instead of 10, like a wide receiver would normally go for. See, I think that the, I think the running back shelf life is a lot shorter. Yes. Cause they're getting hit every play. Mm-hmm. I think that money that you could take, you want to start pumping thirty million into running backs. I'm pumping it into my O line. Yeah, straight up because we saw with um, the Cowboys have had instances where so Demarco Murray, great example, was purely his offensive line. The Cowboys had the best offensive line, mm-hmm. and they, you know. DeMarco Murray was fantastic, and they let him walk. But, yeah, we're not paying you all this money. They draft Zeke. It's a good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Cowboys' O-line starts to fall apart a little bit, and all of a sudden Zeke isn't that good anymore. Look at the evolution of the defensive players because now you almost have to have this equal, if not more, speed than the offensive players. Yeah. So the days of Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, 
all those guys where they could just juke and run circles around the defensive players, that's gone. Right. You need the five trench guys in front of you to carry you to yards. I mean, I use this example. This is an extreme one with Hagen, but you could take any of us, give us NFL coaching and say, Hey, this is how you hold on to the ball. Give us coaching for two years and we could be a fucking running back. I'm serious. I, I would, if anyone wants to call me on that, I will step up straight up. Give me an O-line and I'll be a running back. Any of us, any, any person that's ever played a sport before in history, if you have an O-line in front of you, you'd be easily, you'd be like a, you'd be like a 600, 700 yard rusher in the NFL. So with, with the philosophy, as you've, you shared with me a little while ago, that was draft one rookie deal franchise tag him once if he's good and then draft a running back repeat the repeat the cycle yeah right i'm cool with that so if that's the case and everybody else picks up that that strategy running backs naturally will move up in the draft just it just has to happen because if everybody's doing that and then you have a guy like Bijan robinson who was a first round pick this year and jameer gibbs who was a first round pick right you take, I think, you take those two guys, and if the Patriots drafted a quarter or drafted a running back four years ago, and theirs sucks, there goes Bijan, and then Atlanta needs a running back. They're taking Jameer, and then the next one follows suit. See what I'm saying? Yes. Also, I would only counter that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yep. I would counter that with I think it just becomes an. I think people just stop worrying about the running back position itself. I think the only thing they need to concern themselves with is the offensive line and ball security. Well, I get ball security, but then people like Shady McCoy would never have been a thing because he carries a ball one hand. He wouldn't be a thing now. I don't think so. I think he'd be a thing. I don't think he would be. He's just the same as like um, Tony Pollard. He's a shifty, fast guy. Yeah. Tony Pollard's a thing. He's he catapulted into the starting role. I think with I think uh I, I don't I think in this current NFL, I think that the O line is just so much more important. It it is it where is. it used to be like, hey, we can get a guy like Shady and only have one side of the line that's really strong. We can just protect the quarterback's blind side. Mm-hmm. Because Shady, Le'Veon, all those guys are just gonna like get yards no matter what. That's done, I think. Yeah. D tackles run like sub fives now, sub four, four yeah, eight. Sub, yeah, yeah, sub four five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're your guy who's a freaking nature. Um, holy fuck, he was like a first round pick. Oh, um, Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, so that guy. Uh, he's four or five speed. Yeah, he's he's going everywhere. He's a linebacker that plays the edge. That's yeah. Come on. And so that's why I think that like what we if Shady McCoy gets drafted this year, we would see like six years out of him, and then it would just be like, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, I think the difference. 
between they they don't make them like Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb anymore. Like straight up. I, I think that the difference the biggest difference is like those guys can run motherfuckers over. Yeah, that that's an old school style of yeah playing. And but now it's like how long can you run motherfuckers over for? I guess Frank Gore did it for a while, but yeah. Derrick Henry isn't Derrick Henry from He's twenty nine years old. Yeah. Running bodies over. So I don't know. Um we're gonna run an ad real quick. We're a bit. Yeah. All right. Final thing we'll talk about today. Uh fantasy football. Um we're coming up on that 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 day. We lost a member. Yeah, which is crazy. But yeah. like it's it's to be expected. He was just a filler. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it, it it was we the the result was expected. Yeah. Um we got down to like two weeks, right? Two yeah. weeks exactly. Yes. What do you what are you thinking? Well, maybe we let I don't know if there's like a long time viewer, right, since Jaguars playoffs, but if that's the case, just uh, tweet one of us yeah, or DM us on Instagram. DM us. Yeah, I mean, KD was that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we want a second viewer. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, you name be it, cool. Name it America's team. You know? If yeah. You, if you think you know football better than us, just. Yeah, we got an open slot, 150. Yeah. Right. Paid the day of the draft. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just reach out. If you want to join, reach out to us on Instagram. Be more than happy to accommodate. Otherwise, I have no idea who's going to. It might be a bye week year. Yeah, I mean, we have some candidates, but. Um... Yeah, it's just the, the 150 scaring everybody. Yeah. But so this is serious. That, that weeds out the, the Talbots. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I mean, we. The 150 scaring everybody, which is crazy. I mean, like, that's like piss <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe maybe we're in different situations, but yeah, that's I don't know. We're we're trying to find somebody. If not, bye week isn't the end of the world. Everyone pretty much moves up a draft spot, so I don't think many people are complaining. Yeah. The nine team draft goes kind of hard. Nothing yeah. changes on the new on the compensation rounds. But we would like to add a 10th member. So if you're listening to this, hit us up. Yeah, even even numbers are just easier. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, so. bye week isn't the end of the world. Yeah, it's not terrible. But it ends up being... A bye week through playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, so we'd only have one playing game. Yeah. And then some teams would have two bye weeks. Some teams would have one bye week. Yeah. So kind of fucked up situation but yeah then it bases it's no longer about wins it's about win percentage mm. just gets yeah. a little what what about eddie that might work that's that's a that's a competitor that would be fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah we go talk to him outside right. after yeah we'll that'd be funny grill him yeah yeah uh yeah i mean it's not like we had like you know pop dropped out i would be crying yeah, like that. even Dom, like you just can't do it. Yeah, you're you're in it for life. Yeah, these yeah. are lifers. Yeah. yeah, so we got a big draft coming up. Mm-hmm. Two weeks, 
Have you started your research phase yet? It's extremely hard to do mock drafts, which I've been trying to do with the yeah. defensive players and things. So um, I've done a few mock drafts just in general. Maybe we put one together. I don't know how it can be done. Like I'm trying to do it. I, I can create a mock draft. Okay. Well, yeah, then figure it out and just sit down like next week or something and man, yeah, see, see if we can get like we'll see if anyone from the league wants to jump in with us and um I think it's a big draft rankings year. Uh, we're giving we're giving whoever listens to this podcast, we're giving them like the the manual. Yeah. I mean, that's what we've done the last five episodes. Fantasy 101. We are giving you guys the manual to win our own league. So I think it's a big draft rankings year while the defense shit figures itself out. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, defense defense is so uncharted territory. Yeah. Who knows what the fuck to do? Exactly. When, when to draft him, doesn't matter. This is a learning year, and then it's like the new regular this is the new regulations, right? And then next year, bless you. Thank you. Next year we get a little bit more into it serious yeah yeah so i guess not really serious but just we know a little bit more better yeah and it's like oh we could actually maybe draft a a defensive lineman in the fourth round because points wise that made more sense than Mm -hmm. taking a running back (laughs) yeah running back skids what is the earliest you're comfortable taking a defensive player or do you do d0 i don't know d0 could actually be like a play so uh i don't it all depends like i have to look at points again and have, figure out what that looks like but if it's pretty stout and it's pretty similar to like a, a, a decent running back or wide receiver i might I might take him like sixth, eighth in that area because I feel like more offensive players get hurt more than defensive players. Yeah. Because you're trying to get the ball through the person, right, instead of just running around, right, trying to read the ball. So So we have three defensive players on each team. Yeah. D-Zero. There's potential with that. So RB0 and D0. Yeah. Like, I I mean, like, think about... All right, so... Let's look at... So, like, the top D lineman is projected 14 points week one. It's a, D, it's a Miami's D tackle. Max Crosby, a player that we both know, 13.8 against Denver. These are the week one projections. TJ Watt, 11.8. Oh, so that's the case. So we're looking at like WR2 to WR1 numbers, I feel. No. I I feel like two or three. Yeah, 11 you're right. points? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. So, so then I'm, I'm, I'm fading him harder, probably 10th through 14th. Now, defensive backs is interesting. Yeah. Because we've got all safeties because they can tackle and pick and 
and breakups count too. Okay. Um, Jalen Petre yep. just got drafted, Texan. I guess, from the Texans. Texans. Uh, twenty point nine projected. <laughs> He's also rostered in seventy five percent of the leagues that have drafted already that have defense. So let's look at. Um, Maybe I'm an idiot. I didn't even know this guy was around last year. I guess he wasn't just drafted. No, he's 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 a standout Texans. Yeah, like the Texans backfield is going to be or secondary is going to be crazy. He dropped forty two against Jacksonville week seventeen. Yeah, what is TT tackles? Touchdown. TT total tackles. Okay, so yeah, he's dropping thirteen tackles. Bro, he had 16 tackles against Cleveland. He dropped 46. And an INT. Guys, guys, the truth. Yo, so all right. Now we're now we're getting we're putting on the tinfoil hats. So probably line linemen deep in there. Yeah. Right. And linebackers, I'll have you look that up. And I'm I'm probably going like Well, so linebacker, we're not doing a linebacker. Remember, it's a defensive player. Oh, got it. So the top defensive player is Olukun from Jaguars, and he's projected 26.7. He's a linebacker. So I think the defensive player is going to be a linebacker based on what I'm looking at here. I mean, this dude's dropping like – I mean, these defensive points are crazy. Like This is like a whole nother ball game because if you could put up 100 points through your three defensive players, I think you win. It's an auto win. Uh, like each week, maybe even the number might be like – it's 80 newfound points. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, that's big. I think low key, though, I think it's like a big matchups thing, though. Yeah, it is. I mean, if you're going against like uh, the Browns who have or the Lions who have probably top two offensive line, you're not going to nobody's going to get through there. Right now, do you draft a guy? What what are you looking for in your D? Like what is it? What is a what are your metrics that you're looking at? Are you looking at? You got to look at schedule, I think. Yeah, the the metrics I look over when I'm glancing at the D is uh just the amount of probably the defensive line first because if there's no pressure or if there's not constant pressure. If there's nobody I know on the line, I'm probably taking their secondary. So like the Texans, I'm I've I've been eyeing uh, Petrie, and I've also um, looked over like different corners and seeing if corners make a difference. But if you have a very good corner, you're probably not throwing that side of the ball, right? So you're probably not going to get a lot of balls swatted or uh, interceptions, whatever. Safeties can play wherever, so that's probably why they're ranked yeah. so high. Um. So real quick. Let me jump in here. I got the yeah. points up. Great. Uh, one point for a sack, one per tackle, four for a blocked punt, PAT, or field goal. Mm-hmm. That could also be a consideration. Those are, those are mostly corners. Um, four points for a pick, two for a fumble recovery, two for a fumble forced. Just safeties. Yeah. Uh, four for a safety, one for an assisted tackle, Two for a solo tackle and one for a passes pass defense. So, a lot of points yeah. 
on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I, I saw last. Uh, There's going to be a lot of crying this year. In yeah, the like get the, get the defensive players Dude, just remove them. Poth. Yeah, Steve. I'll put money on it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be those two. It's, it's got to be. It's good, yeah. just crying. No, what the fuck? Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah. But but my wide receiver had 50 points. Sorry. Sorry. Defense wins championships, brother. That's it. Defense actually wins championships now. Yeah. There we go. So, so maybe I'll just go one, two, three. I mean, <laughs> if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I won't stop you. I mean, the defensive back five is, is what I'm going for. DB five. All, all five of them. Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm going... Uh, I don't know. I don't think D zero is viable, but linebacker high up. Do you want to be the guy to draft the first defensive player in league history though? I feel like that's your thing. Wow. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I love and you're going to start, you're going to start the wave. Yeah. So maybe, but you're just forcing me to reach. That, that's what, that's what you're, that's I mean, you're doing. yes, but also think about the other strategy. It's kind of like formula one. When do you pick? Do you undercut or you overcut? Right. Or like the D zero is like the one stop. Which is like not feasible on a 75 lap race, right? You can't. Yeah. On a, with linebackers dropping 40 a a week. Yeah. Just can't do that. There's going to be a lot of tears. And I think that it's probably going to be spoken about at next year's league meeting. And I'm I'm glad there's no well I'm sure like there's no ESPN draft it's an in person draft mm-hmm. so I'm glad there's no assistance there will be a little bit of assistance I'm sure for people but yeah well I mean they have the draft rankings up so that can be viewed at any time like I'm gonna print those out yeah uh, we're gonna need another copy too for the just like the crossing off of names mm-hmm. so we don't have two guys drafting the same player well I mean if they're all present which in theory they would be yeah that we have we're gonna get a board except kyle yeah so let's get a board yeah and then he can print the same rankings that you have mm-hmm. just cross them off as you go well um that's pretty much all we got today yeah um excited to lose in softball today this is this is a must win i mean i'm i'm going to be pouring sweat haven't the last like how i many will weeks been must win i will be sweating okay. today Yep, you saw like two beads of sweat the last game you were at. I'm I will be drenched. All right. Yep. I I this this is a, a go time. Well, um, I'll thank- play the whole fucking outfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got playoffs next week. Yes. Yeah. So that should be something. It's gonna be something. Win C League. Yeah. Win C Division. Are we? Are you playing a C League team today? Technically, yes. This is gonna be another Mickey Mouse, another Mickey Mouse ring. Seriously, it's a bubble championship. Look, rings matter. All right, that's what I'll say. Am I LeBron? You might be. Yeah. Um. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back next week for another banger podcast. Uh, if you are interested in joining our fantasy football league, uh, reach out via DM. It'll kind of be first come, first serve. But uh, until then, uh, have a good one. Trent, final word. You're not going to like this one. Patrick Sertan is the best corner in the league.